This is Matt Spiegel, and I can't wait to bring you Season 2 of the PBP, Voices of Baseball. The very best play-by-play voices in the game talk about their craft. It's a job so special that even Joe Buck told us he will probably go back to it. I'm 53, basically 54. I, I think it's too early to say nevers at this point in my life. I think at some point I'll get the itch again. Incredible guests sharing great stories from your favorite teams coming this year. Find us on the Odyssey app or wherever you find podcasts. Uh, we're going to now dive into some of our takeaways from the first practice out here in Oxnard, California, uh, and then we'll transition to some of our overreactions, good or bad, just some of the stuff that maybe we overreacted to a little bit from a, uh, a practice and essentially t-shirts today. Cheech, uh, what was your, your first general thought or some of your overriding thoughts coming out of this first practice. I think when you got the team together and you started doing the two-minute drill and stuff like that, you can tell the first-team defense is uh, a a step or two ahead of the offense, which is not a surprise at all. It's what we expected. Coming coming into the season, we know this is very likely to be a team that is going to be carried by the defense. And you saw it today, and you see Dan Quinn, and he's he's already doing his big nickel stuff. There's the three safeties on the field. You You got Parsons on the edge, and you got tank rushing from the interior here's Sam Williams the rookie they have they have so many guys and outside of Micah and tank none of them are great but then they got a lot of just like solid guys when it comes to the I think on the edge and and a little bit on the interior specifically guys that can kind of play on the interior and play on the edge and I'm thinking a lot of like these passing situations third downs and stuff like that I think Dan Quinn has just a ton of guys at his at his dispense to just to just get super creative. And you saw that immediately in the two minute. Okay, we know they're probably gonna come out passing here. And so it's big nickel and it's exotic. And here's Micah Parsons rushing. And so that was kind of an overall takeaway. I think Micah Parsons still an absolute animal. This dude's just wrecking shop wherever he's at. You're seeing him line up all over the place. He had a really nice play rushing uh on Tyron Smith that I thought was one of the one of the best highlight plays of the day. Uh, and then Jalen Tolbert's a guy that stood out as well as a rookie. He, I felt like, had the best offensive play of the day uh, where Dak found him on the right side, and it was kind of a nice big chunk play, which was something that was really, really nice to see. Anthony Brown stood out in a massive way with right. his pick six, obviously. Yep. But then on top of that, he added some other batted balls that I thought um, were really, really nice. And then Tyler Smith, uh, just just consistency there. And he's not he's – not, they're not just giving him the starting spot at left guard, though I have no concerns whatsoever. He will be your starting left guard, and he's probably going to have something to do with my big overreaction for the day um, from a positive standpoint in Tyler Smith. But those were some of the individual takeaways. But big picture, what we expected, the defense is ahead of the offense right now. I'll say it was uh, it was funny to note that not only was he – anytime he was in there getting reps, Tyler Smith, he was obviously on the field doing his work. Anytime he was out and Connor McGovern was in or the second-team offense was in, Every single second was spent with Jeff Blasco, the assistant offensive line coach, or Joe Philbin talking him through something away from everybody else. So they are really giving him a big crash course on uh, you know his technique and everything. Zach, what are, were some of your thoughts? Well, and it it's noticeable. When Tyler Smith is in there with the first team and then when Connor McGovern is, and it's no disrespect to Connor McGovern, but Tyler Smith is, without a doubt, I don't think it's an overreaction to say he's an improvement on over Connor Williams right now today. Do you, do you like that my nickname for him that I want to use, Tyler the Space Creator? He is. I, I, I do like that. Tyler Bobby. the Creator. I love Tyler it. the Space Creator. Yes, I like it. I I think Tyler Smith is going to be really really good, and hopefully he's as be, a rookie. 
Hopefully, he's going to be a better offensive lineman than Tyler the Creator is as a rapper. As a rapper, yeah, that was yeah. yeah it's it's no parallel. He's not as good. A, he's better at his job than his. But yeah, I mean, we don't need, we don't need any riots or smart. Yeah, any of that stuff yeah. started. Uh, but Tyler Smith, I thought he did an excellent job on a blitz pickup of J. Ron Kirsch yeah. today. High IQ player. Sure and then uh, I, I thought it was fun watching him and Sam Williams. That was another takeaway. Watching some of the versatility, because Eric, you were mentioning you know, all the tools that Dan Quinn has to work with and the depth that they've done in terms of adding pieces to the defensive line, not only on the edge, but when you start having Neville Gallimore, who they've drafted, and adding Chauncey Golston now from inside, from outside to inside, and Sam Williams, who they took in the second round, they were also playing with him some as the three-tech. So he was working one-on-one against Tyler Smith, and Tyler did an excellent job against him. Another takeaway to talk about Dak, you know, I thought Dak looked really good on the move. That was something last year after the calf injury. Maybe some of the accuracy, a little bit of that. He struggled with it. I thought he had a nice throw to, to Sean McEwen on the move today. We saw a lot of boots, a lot of waggles in practice today. And then an excellent job. Sam Williams jumped off sides, something that we've seen Aaron Rodgers utilize a lot throughout his career with the yep. Green Bay Packers. But, you know, Dak Prescott, no hesitation in a two-minute drill find C.D. Lamb wide open over the middle behind the linebacker and in front of the safety for a quick, easy 15- to 20-yard chunk. Free play, boom, keep it moving. Uh, and then also Tristan Hill getting some work in there with the first team. And, and I know that might be just, hey, let's see what we have in him right now. But Tristan Hill's a player, I don't know how we all feel about this, but when he's been able to play, and there's the availability right. thing again, yeah, yeah. but I think he's flashed. I think he's looked good. And I thought he held his own today working with the ones quite a bit. So I'm excited to see the progression of a guy like Tristan Hill throughout training camp. I, I really like the note there on Dak and and, and and kind of comparing that to Aaron Rodgers and what he did with the cadence and stuff. And like when we start talking about Dak and little ways that he can take his game to the next level, I think it's I think it's stuff just like that where okay, I can use my cadence and I can use things at the line of scrimmage to take advantage of the defense. And it is funny that it was the rookie Sam Williams. It's like, here's the veteran Dak Prescott taking advantage of the of the rookie Sam Williams. And it's little things like that that I think Dak at this point should be should be consistently putting pressure on defenses with. And I yeah. think that'll take his game and and the offense to a whole other level. And he's at that place in his career now. It's what, year seven for Dak? Right. Like the IQ stuff, the intangible stuff. We know he's got the leadership and all these things like that. But it's those things, the football IQ, just being comfortable at the line of scrimmage. Things are slow for you. And then, okay, now now I'm going to take advantage of you. And a, a play like that, that's a huge play. And you're so right because it's what made him play at that MVP type of level the first half of the season. Yeah. He seemed in total command. He seemed like he was able to read everything and diagnose and process things at the line of scrimmage so quickly. And then that back half of the season when the offense just seemed like it was in such a funk, nothing seemed comfortable. So hopefully we do see that maturation process evolve as as Eric is talking about when it comes to Dak. Brian, some of your takeaways? I'll tell you what. I was terrified of the backup young tackles. Yeah. And Matt Willetsko and Ball, I think, held their own today. Yeah. Okay, if you want a day one overreaction. Well, you got to say that for next segment, Brian. Well, I'll tell you what. Is that the overreaction? <laughs> I thought this if that's going to be your overreaction. <laughs> yeah, well, that, that might be my overreaction right there because, to me, I I was worried. I, I'm not going to lie. I, I, I thought that the right tackle spot with, you know, with Steele, let's see how that all plays out. Steele, you know, they figured out with Steele – if he, if he can keep things wide, he's much better. They power him, he's in a little bit of a problem. Uh, you know, we talked about that with Michael Parsons today, about varying pass rushes. 
and stuff like that. And if they get a hang of you and how you play. But I just want to circle back. I thought Ball was outstanding today. And And I was worried. I was worried about balance. I was worried about hand placement. I was worried about him falling on the ground and getting somebody hurt. You know, I was worried about all those things. I felt like he came off the ball well today. I felt like the the set, the punch, you know, the power, it wasn't terrible no. today. And Matt Maletsko, I think he's a one-legged football player. I think yeah, he's wearing a like wrap. He's, yeah, he's wearing right a wrap on his leg. And I don't know if that's, you know, he's probably going to fight through these things. But those two together, I, I thought for the first day held their own. I was expecting just all kinds of leakage coming from the outside and then Dak having to step up and they're blowing the whistles and stuff like that. But it really, really wasn't the case. No, it, it worked really well. And yeah, I think Willetsko held his own. I think the practice got better as it went on. Matt Willetsko early on, he was having, you know, he's a big guy. He's six eight, yeah. And then if you're, you're already dealing with a hampered knee and your base isn't very strong and you're kind of lunging already to block people. Like and you th- look like little Dicky. Yeah, honestly, yeah, like an overgrown little Dicky. But he he, does. he, he, he couldn't. I, I mean, there were just sometimes he was just straight whiffing with his hands trying to block guys. Yeah, but I, the thing about it was to but me. But it improved as he went it, on. It, and he was a, better yeah. in his pass sets than trying to yeah, run Yeah, when block. you and I were, we were all taking turns like, okay, let's pick a guy to watch. Yeah. And it seemed like that every time that I watched him, everything was kind of pulled together there for him. Yeah. And I, I was... You were watching Ball when I saw him lunging. <laughs> yeah, I was I was on the other side of Ball. I liked what I saw with Smith. Uh, let's not... I mean, I, I think what's going to happen is today McGovern got the first rep to start team. Yep. Tomorrow, I would not be surprised if Smith gets the first rep. I have a feeling we're going to see a lot of of interchanging of like of these reps and who gets first, who gets second. You mentioned about Tristan Hill. I kind of felt like the defensive tackles had a pretty decent day today. Oh, oh, Diggy, oh, Diggy Zua gave oh, Tyler oh, Smith yeah, problems. They gave him a spin move. Yeah. And that and and that's the one thing it looks like. When you talk about that, what was it with Tyler Smith that you noticed it's the quick mm-hmm. it's that a quick initial move that yeah. might give him the yeah. most problem. And o- Osa got him on that. Hill was able to get up the field Quentin uh, Bohanna actually got up there and made a play too, uh, as well. Uh, you know, on there. So I, I was impressed with what I saw. With not the, all of that on Tyler Smith, by the way. No, 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 yeah, yeah. Look, just, I, just clarifying in case yeah. anybody's panicking, going, "Oh my gosh, four yeah. guys beat Tyler." Smith Defensive today. line is the best position on the team. That's the word the is for sure. Absolutely. Yeah. No, I, I think that that's fair. And and one of the other names that I I want to throw out, and it's it's Brian's crush, and that's Tyler Coyle, the free safety. Yeah. Um, didn't notice him a lot in the team period, which again, team period is a very generous term for what we're watching right now. It, it, it's, you know, it's helmets and t-shirts. Yeah. Um, so you don't get to see a lot of, you know, physical activity out there, but going through the drills, he was really impressive. And Joe Witt, you know, was, was giving him a lot of praise out there. And Malik Hooker during this one drill got beat to the sideline by Tyler Coyle and was like, damn of speed. Yeah. Damn four, four. Yeah. Cause he's got four, four speed. Where- so like it stands out in that safety group is like, that guy's the where, freak athlete. Where this will show up is when we get to the one-on-ones, when it's backs and linebackers. That's a little bit different for the linebackers to have to deal in coverage. But they also incorporate the safeties against the tight ends. And, you know, the Cowboys do have some athletic tight ends that can get up the field. Yeah. So that's when these safeties will be able to show if they're able to cover or they're just a, a, a really a dream. Those will be some fun battles. 
What up, y'all? It's your boy Danny Green, three-time NBA champ. You either rooted for me or rooted against me. Join myself and my co-host Harrison Sanford on the Inside the Green Room podcast. It's a podcast that brings you never-before-told tales from the locker room to candid interviews with basketball legends to breakdowns of what's happening in the NBA right now. Whether you're a diehard fan or casual about your hoops, this podcast brings you the game like never before. Follow Inside the Green Room on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Yeah. The one-on-one stuff, I think, is great. Oh, yeah. No, that, that's where I think you can learn more about where guys are at yeah. in training camp than you can during team periods a lot of the time. I mean, except when the pads are on. When the pads right. are on, it's a little bit different. Yeah. But, um, yeah, the, the one-on-one stuff, I think, is always a, a good barometer for where guys are at. Some interesting lineup combinations we saw today. And, again, it's the first day. But, like, you saw a lot of Tristan Hill with the first team. Yeah. saw a lot of Rico Dowdle in the first team backfield. Amazing, yeah. Yeah. And, and for a guy who was having trouble cracking the rotation earlier, I did see Jake Ferguson getting first team snaps at tight end at times. And so some really interesting combinations out there with their their groupings on both well, sides of the ball. But I think they're just kind of trying to figure out, like, okay, let's see where everybody's at. Yeah, right let's now. throw them in the deep end of the pool. Usually if you're one of these guys like Jake Ferguson, you're not thinking you're going to get a lot of reps with the first team. And all of a sudden it's like, they send you in, and you're like, and and it's maybe it's a little bit too about the coaches like seeing on tape how he's going to react. Mm-hmm. You know, if he goes in there and poops in the bed, then you know it's like ah, we can't handle he can't handle this. No, we can't have any Amber Herds on this team. No, no. absolutely yeah. not. Yeah, yeah no. Pooping <laughs> I, I've in the often bed. said that. <laughs> but but with if if all of a sudden that he's able to show that he's not right having those. Ask. Yeah, having those problems, then I, I kind of feel like that that's a good start for him. And I wonder if like they're going to treat Zeke like we saw them treat Romo and how I think they're going to treat Zeke Tyron Zeke was not Smith. out there much today. Oh, uh, let's yeah. ask him. No, well, no, I just – Veteran I, days off? Yeah, I just think, like, why why would you over why would you overwork yeah, him don't at this point? Especially like, given back to what, like, Brian was talking about and what Zach was talking about, about, like, sort of the way they were talking about, you know – the load management issues yeah. and stuff like that. They're all right. That's clearly already. Well, we all remember. Yeah. We all remember Hard Knocks last year that Mike McCarthy was talking to Stephen Jones like the second or third day of practice. Might be the day that Dak got hurt. Yeah. And he goes, "Man, that guy's got a lot of carries on him." Yeah. He you doesn't, know, and he doesn't need like, And Stephen's kind of like, "Yeah, well, you know, kind of looking around. You know, he goes, no, man, this guy. I mean, you, you guys put a lot of carries on this guy. Yep. You know, so I think Mike McCarthy. I think he." If you if you said a crush who he had a crush on a player, I think I think it's Ezekiel Elliott. Oh yeah, for, I, 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 think I think that's one hundred percent. He defends Ezekiel Elliott more than anybody else. I think in that organization. Before we get to our uh, overreactions for the day, I just really quickly maybe twenty thirty seconds from everybody. Uh, Eric, your top player you saw on the field today. I'll go Anthony. Well, I mean it's Micah Parsons, but I, I'm for today. I think I want to show love to Anthony Brown. Give him, uh, give him some love because y'all are going to be interviewing him on G Bag Nation. This yeah, time. that's right, that's yeah, right. I, I wanted, was going to hear that. Zach, uh, minus one snap that I saw Tyron Smith. Tyron Smith still dominant, which I do love. That like there's zero. It's practice, I get it, but there's zero fear from Micah Parsons. Like, yeah, you know, I'll go, I'll go over there and rush against Tyron Smith. I don't really care. And again, uh, easy answer could be Micah. Brian, right. <laughs> best player you saw today. I'll tell you what. I mean, I think these guys hit a couple of really good ones. I think Jalen Tolbert had a really good game. Or, good practice today Might as well yeah i mean that, that that to me i i you know when you watch him play the opportunities that he had you know the route running I, the learning curve might not be very very small for this guy i mean it might be very very i shouldn't say very big i should say very small for this guy i kind of feel like he has a feel he doesn't look out of place right now he's just got to fight through 
the soreness and all the running and things like that. If he can continue to build on days like he had today, I think that the I think the Cowboys hit on somebody right yeah, there. Yeah, Tol- Tolbert was the guy that I was going to say. Obviously, just relative to kind of like where we think each guy is at, how did they perform today? And when I saw Jalen Tolbert out there today, it was like that's that's a guy who looks NFL ready. And and even though Anthony Brown had a good day, like put Anthony Brown on skates on one route, like yeah, got him to basically did, fall did. backwards. And so, yeah. I mean, Jalen Tolbert's a really good route runner, and I think he saw some of the toughness, you know, with, with the contested catch that he made on the sideline. And so a lot of encouraging things, I think, from Jalen Tolbert and, and several players today, Anthony Brown, Michael Parsons, uh, even Terrence Steele, I thought his two minutes against uh, Michael Parsons, I thought was really, really solid. Uh, you're listening to the Love the Star podcast. The Love the Star is an Odyssey podcast. Uh, you can find it on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.